Hi, friends. It's Kimberly. Real quick, I just had to let you in on some exciting news. I have just dropped a free live video series training just for you. I cannot wait until you go through this training because I know it's going to massively change the approach to your new business. Now, again, you may just be in the idea stage or maybe you're starting, maybe you're already in the growth stage. Whatever you're doing, it is never too late to lay a foundation that will set you up for success. Now, all of you want fulfilling and impactful businesses, right? I know you do. You're values-driven, you're purpose-driven, you're all those things, and you want this business to be successful. But how do you do that? You do it by first creating a foundation of who you truly are, of your gifts, your personality, your values, and all of that. And I have found that many of you have never actually laid this out. Like you kind of know, like I'm an introvert or I'm I'm an Enneagram this, or, you know, you take the quizzes and you do all the stuff, but you don't really identify what your entrepreneurial gifts are, if I can even say the word entrepreneurial gifts, okay? You, a lot of you do not know them. Now is the time to map these out and learn the five crucial ways to incorporate those gifts into your business, okay? So all you have to do, there's a link below, click it, it will take you over to my website, enter your email, you will get an email right back with the printables and day one of the training, okay? And there's three days to it. Take time out of your day to do this. It will literally change your approach. I had someone say in my training that it was life-changing, okay? It's that important. Do it now. I can't wait. I can't wait to see how exhilarated and excited you will be about your business because you will know now that you actually hold the key to success in in building your fulfilling and impactful business. So get your hands on it now and then get your eyes and ears on it at KimberlyBrock.com forward slash gifts or again, click the link below. Well, hello, this is Kimberly Brock, and for over 20 years, I've been running my own businesses that have not only been profitable, but personally fulfilling to me. So now I'm on a mission to help other new business owners, just like you, make money doing what you love too. Now we're going to have some fun, so let's get started. Well, hello, this is Kimberly. It's episode 224, and I'm so glad that you're here today because we're talking about pricing drama. So many of y'all have pricing drama, and I'm only laughing because I've been there too, okay? I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you because we've all had pricing drama. We're like, should it be $4.75 or should it be $4.95 or should it be a $20 or $25, or $100 or $150 or $200 or what the heck should... I mean, I've had pricing drama with clients over a $5, $10 item all the way up to probably a $1,000 item. It's it's only funny because it's real and we all suffer it. So today we're going to talk about it. I'm going to give you some tips for getting past the pricing drama and tell you exactly how to figure out your pricing, okay? So that you can put this behind you and you can feel good about your pricing and move on because that's not even what's super important right now. It really isn't, okay? So I'm gonna talk about that. If you're new here, welcome. I'm so glad that you found this podcast. I have no doubt it's gonna help you along your business journey, whether you're in the idea stage, whether you're starting now, or whether you're in the growth stage. I'm so happy you're here. You're in the right place. So you need to get plugged in, first of all. I have a free Facebook group. So now that you have community, 
You have other people who are starting their businesses too, who have all the same questions that you have. So now you have a place to ask them and and read what others are asking as well. And my group is called Women Starting Businesses Doing What We Love. So if you scroll down in the show notes right now, there'll be a link to the Facebook group. Click that right now. It'll take you over there. You'll answer three quick questions, and then I will let you in the group very soon. It is awesome. It's so much fun. We have so many inspiring and motivating women who are striving to build a fulfilling business, doing what they love too. And so it's going to be a great place for you. So make sure you get plugged in. Also too, I have some free resources for all of you. So it depends on what stage you're in. I've got something for all of you, whether in the idea stage, starting or growing. If you're starting, I've got a 16-step checklist. And my newest addition here for y'all that is free is my new secret podcast. It's a secret podcast. It's got nine episodes in it. It is called Consistent Sales Made Simple because that is the biggest problem new business owners have. They get open and maybe they even start trying to promote their business. Maybe this is you too and you maybe have been trying to post on social or tell people in Facebook groups or tell your neighbors, tell people, but you're just not getting the consistent sales that you need. And so I share with you the simple five-step system that I've been using for the past 24 years to consistently get sales in my businesses. I now teach it to all my clients and my grow-getters. This is the foundation of everything I teach. It's a method that I came up with that has worked for me. And no, it doesn't involve cringy marketing on your part. You don't have to do anything silly on social media or anything that feels inauthentic to you at all. No, you don't have to use complicated tech or tools or funnels and all that. You don't. And no, you don't have to run Facebook ads yet. You can later. This will help you so that when you run ads later, they will actually be effective. You should not be doing them now until you have all of this nailed down. So make sure you get that free secret podcast. When you scroll down below, you'll see the link, which will then take you to a page on my site where you can enter your email. I'll send you the link to the podcast and you can click it over. It'll add it in to Apple Podcasts and you'll be able to listen right away and you can even binge it after this episode. So make sure you get your ears on that today. I know it will help you and it'll really clarify how you're going to go from just getting random sales to getting consistent sales. Okay. So that is it. On to the episode. Well, hello everyone. How are you? How is everything going in your business? I'm so excited for all of you. Y'all are making so much progress. I have to give a shout out to my grow getters right now. And two specifically who have taken bold action recently. And I'm just so proud of them. Okay. So Kim Aguilar with the Southern Daisy, she held her first live workshop about winter sewing. She's a landscape design and consultant. So if you don't know what winter sewing is, you may not be a gardener or maybe you do, but she helps regular homeowners probably like people like me who don't know what they're doing in the garden, but want to learn. And she helps them with all kinds of landscape design and she has tips on YouTube and all that. Anyways, shout out to her for her first workshop and it went really well. She did awesome. She's going to be doing another one soon. So shout out to her and shout out to Sarah St. Clair who held her first in-person retreat. She's been wanting to do this. She had another business. She still has another business, but this is something she's really felt called to do. Her business is called Sisters in the Spirit, and she held an in-person retreat just to help women feel renewed, renewed in their faith, help kickstart the year, and really just reconnect with God and themselves and everything. So, so proud of both of y'all. I'm giving you both a shout out. So, 
Sarah St. Clair with Sisters in the Spirit and Kim Aguilar with the Southern Daisy. I am so proud of y'all. Applause, applause, because you are exactly why I do this, both of you. You have done things courageously and set out to make things happen. And y'all, I'm telling you, everyone listening today, you have to take bold action sometimes. You have to get over your fear and just go. You have to just put a date on the calendar and say, I'm doing this. And I'm telling you, once you get the first one out of the way, it is literally the best feeling in the world. So I'm so proud of both of you. I wanted to give you a public shout out because I'm just ecstatic and excited. And I can't wait till our next call to hear even more about it. So they are both in my Grow Getters program and it's just awesome to watch their progress. So anyways, for those of you today that are here because you've had pricing drama, then I hope after this, you don't have it anymore. I'd love to say that you'll never have it again, but I'm just going to be honest. We've all had pricing drama. I've had pricing drama, but I've gotten better. I've gotten better where now I price it and I move on. And it's just not as hard. And I think too, once you get your business really going and the more you sell, the more confidence you're going to feel in your pricing. But it's just weird in the beginning. You have all this drama about it. You're like, is it too high? Is no one going to buy it? Am I using the right strategy? Like, should I discount it? Should it end in a 99 or a 95? Or should it be even numbers? Okay, today we're going to talk about it. And we're going to talk about how you begin this journey of racing so that you don't have to have mind drama. So first of all, let's talk about when you are creating your product or service for the first time. So if you've been in my Just Getting Started Bootcamp, and if you haven't, if you're a new business owner or trying to start your business and you want a simple strategy to make sure you're doing this all right with action plans and everything you need to be doing, make sure you check out that below. But I talk about this in the Just Getting Started Bootcamp. And that is, when you create your first product or service, it's called your beta And this is a common term in the business world. It's like your beta. It's like your first round. It's your test product. It depends on if you have a product or service, what y'all usually call it. Usually product owners will say, oh, it's my my test product. I want to test it out. It's like a sample. It's, you know, my first version, right? And if you're a service provider, you're like, it's my beta product. It's the first time I'm testing this program. You know, you're you're kind of testing it out. So it doesn't matter what you call it. It's your it's your first version. It's your 1.0 of whatever you're doing. And you've got to get 1.0 out of the way. You you need to get something created. You cannot make it perfect. It cannot have every bell and whistle and everything you want to cover and every, it can't be the most amazing version. It will never be because you will be revising it from here on out, but you have to have a starting point. It's like, if we're going to run a race and I say, okay, start, you're like, well, where am I starting? I've got to measure this. I've got to have a starting point so that I know next time how I can improve. And, you know, you've got to have a starting point. I mean, that's why in track, everyone is starting at a certain place on the track. Okay. It's a very simple concept, but I think a lot of us don't realize that you have to have a starting point. You have to have a version one and you have to get it out now. So version one, the purpose of version one is to get you going through the motions to get this product or service created, number one. And then it's also to have people use it so you can see what results they're getting and if it worked, 
Okay, you can test its efficacy if you want to say it that way. It's kind of like a medication. They'll say, what's its efficacy? You know, how well does it work? How effective is it? So you want to see so that you can tweak things. And the third reason why you need this 1.0 is because you need testimonials. You need to have people that go, oh my gosh, I loved it. It was amazing. So that you can use those testimonials in future marketing. Okay. So we need version one so that you can, number one, go through the motions, number two, so that you can actually test it out and see if it works, have people give you feedback, and the third reason is so that you can get testimonials, okay? So version one, beta, whatever you want to call it, 1.0, you are pricing this not to make money. Did you hear me? You're not making it so that you make some large profit. It is not your dream price. It is not your end-all, be-all price. It is something so that people have skin in the game and they buy it from you. Now, some people, some business owners offer their first version 1.0 for free which you can do that. You can totally do that if you're scared and you're just like, can someone test it and give me some feedback? I would call that maybe a 0.5 version. It's not even 1.0. It's 0.5 if you're giving it for free. So you can do a 0.5 version if that feels comfortable to you to give something for free and have them give you feedback. But your goal is to have a version 1.0 that is something that people pay for, okay? Some price. So you need to come up with a price that makes people have skin in the game so that they are purchasing it, they are a willing participant, they want to buy it, and they're going to take it seriously. Because sometimes when you give things for free, people don't really pay as much attention. Have you ever heard the phrase, when you pay, you pay attention, right? When you pay, you pay attention. It's the same with your clients or your customers. If they're not paying a little bit. They don't have skin in the game. They don't take it as seriously. I prefer that you charge something. That's my goal is that you find someone who is willing to pay you for it. Even if it's 75% off and you've got it for nothing, right? If you sell lotions that you're normally going to charge $20 for, A, you can give a sample, okay, for free, B, you can say, I'm selling this for 75% off because I'd love to get your feedback. You can tell me what you think about it, all that. And I would love, you know, and, and you'll ask for a testimonial after that point. But you really just want feedback. That's honestly really what you want. And in the feedback, you'll get a testimonial, okay? So we don't want fake reviews, you don't want fake reviews. You don't want to say, will you do this and give me a really positive review? You want a legit review because you are trying to get to version 2.0 and you can't get to version 2.0 if people are just telling you what you want to hear. You are legitimately doing this to make a good product or service, okay? So remember that. Version 1.0. It is your beta. It is your test round. I'd love for people to have skin in the game and pay you something for it, even if it's 80% off, 75% off, 50% off, whatever you want to say, okay? Okay, that is the first step in your pricing. This eliminates pricing drama because you get to price it low. 
you get to price it low. And I usually recommend this. However, there may be some cases where you don't need to market that much off. Maybe you've had a ton of experience doing this already. That would be a situation where I think you already offer something amazing. And maybe you just offer a little discount to kind of kickstart things. So that would be the exception is if you've been in this industry a very long time, you already totally know what you're doing. You have a pretty good version one out. Like it's really good then I would say, okay, we can do a higher price for that to get some testers. But we want to incent people to test it. You need a good testimonial, okay, as well. Okay, so that's the first step to eliminating pricing drama is that when you're creating your product or service to create a beta round where you mentally know this is so you can create a better product for version two and raise your price later. When you know that something happens, like, I don't know, it just switches in your brain and you're like, oh, okay, the pressure is off. So this helps get rid of mind drama about pricing, about your first rendition of your product or service. Okay, the second step is your version two. This is your version two. This is a better version. It doesn't have to be as discounted as the first round. It shouldn't be. You should have raised your price because you told them this was 75% off and those people still want to feel happy that they bought it at 75% off and then you don't want to keep a better version at 75% off, right? You don't want to have like a much better enhanced version. And then the other people are like, really? She's doing it at the same price? No, this isn't across the board for everyone, but just in general, you are able to raise your price for version two, okay? So this helps eliminate price drama because you have already done it at a really low price for version one, your beta. You've already had it at a really low price. Now you're raising it a little bit and you probably feel more confident. You're like, okay, I don't have to sell my $50 bracelets for $5. I can actually sell it for like $20 now. And so, or whatever, or $25 or $30. Like you will start to gain confidence once you get customers you will gain confidence the more you sell and the more that you know you've improved with the product. I think that's what happens. In the beginning, people aren't really confident because they don't know if it's really valuable or it's really useful or if it's really good or if it tastes good or if it feels good or if the process works or the coaching was good. Like, you don't know. And so you need that confidence. And the way you get the confidence is by getting customers and clients, okay? So, Again, let's review really quick. Round one, version one, your beta, low, low price. You're not there to make a profit at all. You're there to price it low so somebody has skin in the game so you can get a review and testimonial. Then step two is version two of your product. Now you're pricing it a little bit more. It's a little bit better than it was the first time. It's more refined, whatever it is. Like if you're doing a live workshop or something, those are super popular. Then you can for sure raise the price because it's going to be better this round. You're going to speak more clearly. Your slides may be better. Your presentation may be better. You just feel more comfortable, more confident. So now what are we doing again? We're getting feedback and we're getting testimonials so that you can use in your marketing. Okay. Then the third step, you raise your price again, and now you're kind of at a price that you can sell it at for a little while. Like you feel good about it. It may feel a little bit scary, but it's actually making you some money. We need to be making profit now, even if it's a little bit. And again, your business type is going to vary on how much profit margin you're going to be able to make on this right now, but it should be at a point. Version three 
should be ready to roll and you're making a little profit, if not a lot of profit, okay? Depending on what kind of business you have, if you sell a $10 item, you may be making only $3, you know, $3 margin. Whereas if you sell a service or a workshop or a retreat, you may be making a lot more and then you'll be able to raise your price again. But what I would do is have it marked up higher than version two at a point where it feels comfortable and you're making a profit. So this takes out the pricing drama because we have stair-stepped into this and you're gaining confidence, you're gaining testimonials, you're seeing that this is working, you are tweaking, you're refining, and your offer is now better and you you feel better. This is what happens when I work with clients and grow-getters, you can just see the confidence on their face. You can see it. They're like, okay, now I feel good about this price. For some reason, they thought they had to charge this price in the very beginning. And I say, no, let's charge it at a point where you just are like almost giving away, you know, this is a bargain, but you just need people to come in. That was in step one, but we're in step three and you've moved up. You have confidence. You're not having price drama. And here's what happens after this. You can set a goal price where you want to be in the future and you can slowly work your way up to it. And it feels good because you have something to look forward to. You feel confident. You don't feel like you're ripping anybody off. You don't feel like customers are mad. It really is just a mind drama thing. I will tell you this because your people are willing to pay for it. It's just that you may not be showing up as confidently. And so people may be unsure and then they feel much better about your reasonable price right now. Okay, they feel much better at that. So that's just how it works. I mean, that's how it works. Think about it. When you've worked with people before and they're starting out, you start out at one price. I mean, think about it. You hire a babysitter that's 14 or 15 years old. We did that when we had, um, when our old, my oldest daughter was like, young, you know, when she was like seven or eight or whatever. And my son was like five or six. And I'm like, oh, the 15 year old can come over here for a couple hours. That's not a big deal. Her family lives right across the street. And she didn't hardly charge anything. It was like $8 an hour. I don't even remember what it was. It was so cheap. Now this was years and years ago, but like, that's what she charged. But you know what? As she got older, we paid her more because she got better than she could drive. And so it was awesome. Right. And she felt good about it. We felt good about it. It was a win-win for everyone. So this is how you get rid of price drama is that you work your way up. Now, if you are here because you've already opened and you already have your product or service, but you are having mind drama about it and you did not do this method, you did not stair step your way up, you just priced it and you're still having mind drama, then I ask you, why are you having mind drama? Do you not think it's worth it? Do you not think it's worth it? Because if you really genuinely don't think it's worth it based on the experience you have or how good it is or how well it works or how fast it works, whatever it is, if you don't feel like it, then I do challenge you to ask yourself if it is too high, right? Because if you literally are having so much mind drama, then maybe lower your price for a little while. Have a sale. So you can have a price that it's at. If you've already got your price and you're like, I just... I'm not feeling it. I don't know if it's too high. If this is why people aren't buying, run a sale. Run a sale and see what happens. Now, some business owners run sales 
a lot of the time. And they'll have varying sales. They run them a lot of time. For example, JCPenney, this is their whole shtick, is that they had coupons and they're always running some type of sale, but they did it in form of coupons. I don't know if y'all remember this years ago when Ellen DeGeneres became like their spokesperson. They were saying no more, you know, her whole ad campaign was no more coupons, no more sales, everyday low price. And it completely flopped because their people liked the frenzy of coupons and cutting coupons and bringing in a coupon and that feeling of getting a discount off the regular price, it changed everybody's whole view of the store and it like totally flopped. So they went back to sales and all that. So some different client bases appreciate a sale all the time, whereas other brands, you don't want to be running a sale. For example, Lululemon does not run sales all the time. Now, recently I have seen sale racks and I always run to it, literally run to it, like what is on the sale rack? But that's not their thing. You don't see their pants on sale for 30%, you know, every now and then. Like I haven't seen it. I mean, I'm sure they must run a sale at some point. I don't know when, but I don't ever see it. That's not part of their program, right? But if you've got a pricing that you feel is like either too high, it doesn't feel in alignment with you at all, then run a sale and let's see how you feel and see what happens. Because it could be something that you could start running promos periodically where you feel better or you can lower your price. Now, the question is, what do you do with the people that previously bought at a higher price? That's something we would have to work through. But I would try running some kind of promo if you're having price drama. And it's really the price drama because it's not worth it or you're just having like drama about it. If you're having drama about it and this is the going rate and this is what people are paying for this, then you're going to just have to get over it and start selling more so that you see that this is worth it. Okay? So I challenge you too. If you don't want to lower your price get out there and start selling more because when you sell more and you get more positive feedback, your confidence level goes up and you will forget about the pricing drama. For so long when I started this business, I had pricing drama and I had so much pricing drama about what to price my best business idea workshop. Okay, y'all, it's a $37 workshop. I can't even tell you the hours that I spent going back and forth. Should this be $27? Should it be $47? Should it be... $97 that I put on sale, y'all, the drama was real, totally real. So I get you if you've had it. Uh, Finally, somehow after it started selling at like 27 or 37, whatever I had it at back then, I got over it. I hadn't even thought about it since right now that, that it hit me that I'd been dealing with that for a long time back in the day. So I don't deal with that anymore. And I have had pricing drama about grow getters. You know, when I was first launching it, is it six months? Is it a yearly program? Is it lifetime access? What should I price it up? I feel good where I'm at now and I don't have as much drama at all because I know that it's worth it. I know people get results. I'm giving extreme value. I'm showing up live on Zooms and a lot of programs are five times as much to get personal help from a coach like me with my experience. So I don't have price drama around it anymore. I'm more just kind of tweaking it to figure out what's the best configuration for people. Is it a six-month membership that renews? Is it lifetime access? So I 
offered both last round. I had a six-month access and a lifetime access, and nobody in the group really knows which one you're on, so it doesn't matter to people in the group. But I tested it, and I did get good feedback from a six-month recurring membership. So maybe something that I'll keep, but I'm still analyzing everything. So, But I'm not having, the good news here is I'm not having drama. I'm just more looking at it analytically. Is this the best decision for my business? So the good news is there's hope for you, and you will get to a point where you're not having drama. It's turning more into strategy and analyzation. And you're really looking at it from a CEO standpoint and saying, what's best for the business? You kind of have let go of this drama. Am I good enough? Am I doing things well? Is my product or service good? You kind of get past that. So that's the good news is that there's hope for you. But today, if you're suffering pricing drama, I would challenge you to go through these three phases. If you're in the very beginning of your business, if you've already been in business, maybe try to run a sale and see what happens. Or could you throw something else in to make yourself feel better about the package. I just don't want you to get stuck with more work. I would offer something more for free. Could you bundle it? Could you do something creative that would make you feel better right now about the price? And it could be a special bonus that you're offering right now at that price. It doesn't have to be permanent. So that's the good news. You could test it out, see how you feel, see how they react. And then you could always remove the bonus and then go back to what the price was. Does that make sense? So I don't want any of you having mind drama. There's no reason to have it. There really isn't. But I know that we're humans and many of us are female here that are listening and in my programs and we tend to be more emotional about pricing and all that stuff. So anyways, I hope today helped you. I hope it opened your eyes and made you see that you don't have to suffer mind drama anymore. You got to just go with it. And I'm just so excited to hear. And if you do have questions and you're a grow getter, make sure you always post it in the group because I want to help you bring it up on our next call because I want to help you with your pricing and make sure you feel comfortable and it's the right thing for your business. So that is it. Y'all have a great day. And if you are here, you're a new business owner, you've been trying to figure out a way to get to consistent sales and you love a simple system to help you do that without having to do cringy marketing or Facebook ads or complicated funnels, then make sure you check out Grow Getters down below where you can go to grow-getters.com as I would love to welcome you in there and help you on our Zoom calls and help you in our Facebook group and give you all the training so that you can build this business into what you have dreamed it to be. So that is it. Y'all have a great day. Until next time, bye now. Now, this episode may be over, but our relationship does not have to end here. Head on over to KimberlyBrock.com. And yes, you can get more valuable information for your journey. And you know what? You don't need to go through this alone. I would love to help you. Thank you so much and have a great day. Bye.